As of January 9th, I have produced 190 episodes. I would like to share with you the first two. I believe you will be blessed. Jesus, please take us from this grandstand world. It's time we got into the game. Welcome to Leaving the Grandstand World. Why that title? A grandstand is where you watch players play a game. I want to encourage you to leave sitting back and observing this dark world to become a player. Get out into the field and share the light of God, the light of Jesus, with those God placed around you. Together, we can make a difference. We no longer want to be victims of this world, but victors in this world. This is my first podcast. Each one is going to be approximately 20 minutes long and will consist of three areas of creativity that the Lord has blessed me with. He has given me encouraging Christian poetry. Over time, I found musicians like Kevin McLeod and Josh Woodward who have licensed their music as Creative Commons with attribution. This means you can use their music with no copyright infringement as long as you attribute it to them. I feel blessed to have found so many instrumentals that seem perfectly wedded to my poetry. I believe you will find the poetry surprisingly fun to listen to, and you will be blessed as well. So I'll share a poem, then a song. My wife Eva and I have been blessed to write many Christian songs. Generally, I came up with the tune and Eva came up with the lyrics, but of course we each came up with whole songs as well. And then, since my marriage to Eva in 2002, I've written about 12 books available at Amazon, and most of them are also available as audiobooks at audible.com. So, I will share a portion of my books to conclude each podcast episode. Okay, let's get started. Here is Jesus, Please Take Me From This Grandstand World, from which this podcast got its name. Jesus, please take us from this grandstand world. It's time we got into the game. We're so tired of this grandstand world Where feelings never seem to change Sometimes this world seems so unjust I think we'll find, I hope we'll find That through your mind the sidelines aren't for us We're going to play the game of love there are no rules but give your love. We're
We're going to play the game of faith. There are no rules, but have no fear. Please take us from this grandstand world The construction is getting rather thin I think once we're taken from this grandstand world We'll know the troubles we've been in We'll be glad we're leaving once we've been I don't think we're going to miss this grandstand world now that we're playing, we'll win. Now that we're playing, we will win. Jesus, with you, we always win. And now take a listen to one of my poems. A prayer can change the world. The lovely music is by Julie Eckler, entitled Melody for a Weary World. Prayer can change the world If you believe it will As you pray believing Something makes your world still A hush falls over everything The wind becomes a breeze Enveloping your consciousness as God fulfills your needs. Before you pray, our Father God knows what's in your mind. Verbalizing helps you keep your priorities in line. What about the world? Do you need to be forewarned? If you mix the hot and cold, your mind becomes lukewarm. The world will give you cold hard facts, but God's spirit is hot in you. You can help the world best by praying through and through. Reality is deeper 
than the headlines you may read. What's reported in the news will not fulfill your needs. When you pray, believing, there's a change within your mind. A tiny bit of light bursts forth, and from your eyes it shines. Reporters could be there reporting what they see. What a difference it would make for us eternally, where two or more are gathered in the name of Christ. You'll see your prayers will lift the world toward a better place to be. In early 2020, I wrote a course in Christianity. To conclude today's podcast, I present to you two short chapters from that book. Here is Jesus removes the blocks, tripping, falling as a child. What did I stumble on? My blocks. My stacking toys. When I grew up, my stacking toys, my blocks, are no longer an impediment to my journey. Now, in my maturity, other blocks have gotten in my way. The world is a cube, a block we need to overcome through Jesus, who already overcame it. There is a rumor that the world is round, spherical, to be exact. Don't be fooled by that falsehood. The world is a block, and it can trip you up. While innocently tromping down the street, a hand reaches out and grabs your pants cuff, jerking it quickly. Down you go. The other hand produces a needle, which it jabs into your thigh. You try to squirm away, but the first hand tightens its vice-like grip and pulls you closer. The needle releases its fluid as the heel of the hand presses the plunger. Religion, God, pews, sitting, praying a rote prayer, listening to the man of God preaching from the pulpit, falling asleep. Suddenly he pounds the pulpit, jerking you awake. When will this be over? You think. Work, routine, mundane, same old, same old. 
Oh, for the weekend. Oh, for my vacation. Sickness and doctors and hospitals and sirens and ambulances and police cars and fire trucks and hoses and noise. Lots of noise. And where there's smoke. The world is a block. The man or woman on the TV screen shares news stories with no happy ending, then says good night with an unconvincing smile. Why smile at all? Where is the conclusion? Where is the ending? Is there no ending to this madness, this block, this impediment? Oh, Jesus, please make my world round and spherical. What? You already did? From the cross you cried, Forgive them, for they know not what they do. And by your blood you did? And God did? Already? It's done? Wow! What? I just have to believe it? And in that belief there's relief from the block? Really? Can it be that simple? Jesus removes the blocks, and by doing so, God's amazing and flaming love pours like liquid gold into my life and into my world, taking away the sharp edges and replacing them with a smooth and peaceful, serene and majestic path to God, a path to Him. Jesus removes the blocks the things that keep me from seeing God's love for His creation. Jesus removes the blocks to the awareness of love's presence. We are not evolving toward love. We are unwrapping it from within where God placed it in the beginning when He created us like Himself. Isn't that wonderful? And now, another chapter from A Course in Christianity. I want faith. What a splendid prayer the title to this chapter is. I want faith. I'm rubbed until I'm raw with the sandpaper of this world. I'm rubbed until I'm bleeding all over my Bible. God's word appears to have no power, but with faith I hear it has unlimited power. I want faith. The world gives me bed sores from sleeping in its ways. Its ways inhibit, blindside, drown my spiritual sight. Is there no respite from this world's crushing blows? It constantly reminds me I'm powerless, I'm of no value. It says that Jesus' bread of life is filled with toxic gluten, when, by faith, I know his bread is sweet and kind and sure and strong. I want faith to the extent that I never forget that. How am I supposed to see the reality of my spiritual journey with eyes so blinded by the world's dark view that embeds itself deeply into my life, my values, my beliefs? I do not want my beliefs to be so influenced by this world's strangling fingers. No, I say. No, I repeat. No, I scream. 
Let God's words be true, and all from men a lie. Take my trembling hand, O God, and lift me out of this abyss of sorrow. I don't have to stay here, do I? I don't have to be a victim, do I? I'm free to fully embrace my personal Savior, my heavenly knight, my wonderful Jesus. I'm perfectly free to deny this world's truth and know only the heavenly truth with a capital T that sets me free. Increase what little faith I have, Lord. By his stripes, I wasn't healed in the past. By his stripes, I'm not healed in the future. By his stripes, I'm healed now. It is done. Praise God, it is complete. O mind, I beseech you to engage in the truth as found in God's word. And I know that what Christ did is done. Praise God, it is done. In perfect joy and amazing grace, I am able to see beyond appearances, see beyond desperate circumstances, and look straight into the loving, light-filled eyes of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who, while walking this earth 2,000 years ago, healed most everyone who came into contact with him. I want faith. Oh, Lord, somehow I need to erase what the world has told me is true. It lies. These are not white lies, but the blackest lies possible. Lies that mock any faith I'd extend to God. Lies that detest the supernatural. Lies that cower at the light of God. Lies that say, There is no one to rely on but yourself. You are lower than a worm, but you're all you've got. Don't fool yourself. I want faith, Lord. Take a shovel and dig deep as I am dwelling six feet under this earth, but my eyes are opening to your majestic and holy presence. I, who am coffinized in this earth, can hear your shovel digging deep, scraping away the pebbles and clods and mud that stands between where I am and you, Lord. Come, Lord Jesus. I'm told you are here, and I'm told you are with me, but I'm buried in the muck and mire of this earth, and, changing analogies, I'm stuck in thorny weeds that constantly prick me and make me bleed. Help me turn away from this nightmare, Lord. Save me from these thorns. I want faith in you now, Lord. The truth can make me free, but my mind has accepted too much earth, too much world. I've been in a news coma. I've listened to the world's news to the detriment of the good news. And the good news, the gospel, is sitting too far back in my bookshelf. I can't reach it. The only way I can get a grip on it is with faith. I want faith, Lord. I'm flooding my mind with the good news, Lord. No more will I remain a victim of this world. 
No more will I gather crumbs of the truth when you offer me my fill of the fruit of the Spirit, a banquet of unimaginable proportions, a satisfaction and a joy that lifts me to the stars, that flings me into your arms, which cradle me in your love forever. I'm flooding my mind with your assurance, your joy, and hearing that, With you, I'm esteemed by God, adopted into his family, welcomed with enthusiasm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for leading me out of temptation and into your glory, which becomes my glory forever and ever. Amen. I certainly pray that you have been blessed by this first podcast and I look forward to doing many more for you and with you. All of our songs are available on many platforms on the Internet. Amazon has the best of Vic and Eva Zarley, Volumes 1 and 2, for sale on their site. All of the poems are available in a quality paperback on Amazon. The book is entitled, God is a Poem. I believe you will enjoy the audiobook at audible.com so much more because each poem is lovingly wrapped in an appropriate instrumental. God bless you. I'll talk to you next time as we all leave the grandstand world. Jesus, please take us from this grandstand world It's time we got into the game We're so tired of this grandstand world Where feelings never seem to change Sometimes this world seems so unjust I think we'll find, I hope we'll find That through your mind Sidelines aren't for us